The following presentation is brought to you by KMmedia.pro. Please visit KMmedia.pro for more information. Now stay right where you are as we present. Welcome to Positive Talk Radio, evolving ideas, one conversation at a time. Great guests, dynamic stories and interviews, plus new thoughts on a wide range of topics and concepts. I hope that you'll hang with me, Kevin McDonald, my friends, and of course, you, as together we work to understand why we are all here and what we can do to make our world a better place for all of us to be happy, be kind, and live in peace together. Yep, that's Positive Talk Radio. And welcome, everybody, to another episode of Positive Talk Radio. It is Monday morning on KKNW 1150 AM. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad you're here as well. We've got a tremendous show for you today. And as always, it's because I have a tremendous guest. And uh, we're going to get into that in just a second. But first, but first, I always have to say hello to my friend Benny. Benny, how are you? Good, sir. And yourself? I'm well, thank you. But what's it like waking up at 3 o'clock in the morning or 4 o'clock in the morning so on a Monday morning? I was chatting with your guest before we started in the air. She's just now recently started into the morning routine. I've been doing it for almost 20 years, so I'm used to it. I feel like it's just like the back of my hand, no problem. If I was to switch to anything else, I'd be like, what are you doing to me? You know what I mean? Like, it ain't going to happen. So, I'm, I, And I'm a, I'm a morning guy, too. Well, yeah, but uh, your Sunday night ends at like 8 o'clock. It's crappy. Or something. Crappy. I'm just kidding. It's not. <laughs> Some Sundays are okay, but others are like, man, I wish I could stay up for another two more hours, you know? But I'm like, ah, little guy's got to get to bed. You know, like, <laughs> it happens. It's all good. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, at one time, I had to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning, so I, I get it. <gasps> oh, my gosh. How did you feel? I like crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was doing split shifts. I was driving a bus and I'd get up True. at three three thirty in the morning and I'd get home at right. nine o'clock in the morning and then I'd have to leave at three o'clock in the afternoon and get home at eight o'clock at night. But so don't you feel like there's a giant sense of accomplishment getting up so early and then you're like, I'm off early. Then you have the rest of the day to do whatever you want. So to speak. Well, the, the cool thing is just getting up early is an accomplishment all by itself. Aha. Then you don't. Then you're good to go for the rest of the day. Give yourself a pat on the back. You're like, all right, there's one. <laughs> Let's get to the rest of the day. There's exactly. two. Exactly. Exactly. But then you have to actually do something, and that that can be a problem too. So, and and so I'm. I think that we should introduce our guest now because she, she's got a lot to talk about, a lot to say. Her name is Anne Scotland, and she is. She helps corporate leaders and entrepreneurs. She's an author. She is a coach. Uh, we're going to talk to you today if you're a little brave and want to give us a call so we're going to talk to you about uh what what can help you do uh live life just a little bit better because um it's monday and we need to live life just a little bit better and scotland how are you my friend good morning kevin i am wonderful thank you i'm like monday is the best day of the week because it's a fresh start that's how i like to look at it well you know and the cool thing is is that on monday you get to choose how your week's going to be you do. You do get to choose, including choosing to go with the flow when things don't go the way you want them to go. That's right. And then you can, and the beautiful thing is you've got all week to reset it and to do it all over again on Tuesday. And you can, then Tuesday can become your Monday and it can start it. And you can, I sound way too optimistic. You can. That. Hey, every moment though, right? Really, truly every moment. 
you're either living in the past or you're living in the future or you're not living in the present. You know, you know, we think about um, basically we only have three kinds of thoughts. We have thoughts about what we want, thoughts about what we don't want, or thoughts about basically nothing. I think that's called spacing out. But anyway, <laughs> thoughts about <laughs> basically right nothing. About that one. She's right about that one, I think. Yes. And so we know whatever we're thinking about is what we tend to create in our life. So I always think, yeah, I want to think about the positive stuff. I actually been working on that on myself recently. Like, oh, I didn't even think that every time I'm like, oh, oh, this bill, that bill, or what about I got to do that? I'm like, hmm, well, let's just take care of business, but let's like keep the thoughts on what I really want to create in my life. Well, you have to, because Mm -hmm. if, if you don't, you end up, see, I firmly believe that what we think is what we create. And yes. if we think negative thoughts, if we're always stressed out, if we're always thinking what's going to go, I, how many ta- how many people have you met that say this? Uh, what's going to go wrong now? Well, you know, the universe <laughs> is going to give you that. <laughs> say, All right, right. That's a good what? one, Kevin. I like that. Uh, oh, my. <laughs> what do I need to fix now? Exactly. And and then the universe says, okay, well, how big of a challenge do you want? I can make you, I can make something really bad happen if you want. But uh, so, no, so you, 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 and that's why the program is called Positive Talk Radio. Yes. Because positive, positive positive affirmation or, you know, like motivation, the positive and negative motivation, right? So, um, you know, I am always honest and frank. And I used to, you know, when I was a teenager, stand in front of the mirror and tell myself how fat I was in order to keep myself from eating. That's called an eating disorder. But that was literally what I would do. That's called negative motivation. Because if you just hate yourself so much, you can develop the willpower to do what you want to do to accomplish. Then later, I learned positive motivation and had to reprogram myself to positively motivate Like, I am so grateful and glad today that I am healthy, that I have strong legs, that I get to go on a hike, you know, um, next weekend, um, that I have fresh air. It's just a matter of, you know, how are you looking at it? How are you looking at your life? You know, and that brings up an interesting point, because I encourage you, if you are a parent and you have got young children at home, that uh, you use positive motivation, not negative motivation, because sometimes kids don't respond well to the negatives mm-hmm. i never did when they wanted to motivate me and they and they said you've got to do better at this and 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 stuff that you're not very good and you and it never motivated me i basically said oh well fooey i quit um i don't yeah. want to deal with that but if it was positive then i could i could move forward with that and, <laughs> and stuff. he sounds like you're pretty good though because basically i was i was if someone told me i had to do something i was instantly i wasn't even unmotivated i was like no rebellious right <laughs> like do not tell me what to do now if they suggested something and then allowed me to make up my mind or see like i was kind of a smart smart kid i guess um <laughs> Nice cover. I don't know. Nice cover. What word I always is, got in trouble for cover? asking why for absolutely everything. Oh, you too? You were you the why? She was the why girl. I was yeah. the wise girl. <laughs> I, I always ended up, whenever I asked why, I always ended up in my room because it I would know. be like, why does, why do you say that? Why do you have to, do I have to do that? Uh, just shut up and do it. Kids should be seen and not heard. And, um, but why go to your room? Yeah. But why? Right. <laughs> so, Right. Yes. No, so true. And, um, 
that actually brings me to something I would love to share with you about um, sort of the national tour I'm a part of right now. Cool. A national tour. That's mm. important. <laughs> so uh, one of my partners, because you know, my big thing is joy. And um, anyone who's been on my website, anscotland.com, um, knows that uh, all I, I talk about joy all the time. And one of my partners um, is um, another lady that has a company called Joyly, um, like J-O-Y-E-L-Y. The E-L-Y always throws me. I think it's going to be the other way around. J-O-Y-E-L-Y, joyly.com. You can check it out. So they have something called the Chair of Joy. And um, right now it's on the East Coast tour. It's been all over the country. I think it's been to at least um, 50 cities over the last year. But right now doing the East Coast. Is this an actual chair? This is an actual chair. So if you want to see it, I'm going to put a picture up on my website um, later today, or you can go to their website, uh, joyle.com. And um, it's an actual chair. So it's this gorgeous straight back chair. It kind of looks like a throne um, with gold trim and kind of like this old Victorian chair, but it's way too big. You know, it's way higher. You, when you sit in it, you feel like a kid. So there's an adult size one, and there's also a child size one. And we're working on teaching people a really simple process for parents, kids, professionals, everyone on how to tune into joy in your life in just a few seconds or less than a minute. Um, you can, you know, it's, it's an example of what you could do at home in your own favorite chair, your own favorite place to sit. So, but what really brought me to this was when you were talking about positive and negative motivation, because with the kids chair of joy, we talk about as an alternative to time out. Oh, that would be, <laughs> that'd be cool. I want you to go sit in that chair and feel joy and, <laughs> and shut up. Right. It might take a little work on the part of the parents too. They, they need to have their chair of joy too. <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually really amazing what we've been seeing. Um, you know, the, the timeout method has maybe been there, done that, had its time and moving into a more positive emotional space, especially for kids. I mean, kids get younger and younger with all kinds of um, emotional challenges, social challenges, um, learning challenges that can sometimes be improved by reducing stress and increasing their, their levels of joy and serotonin and happiness. Exactly. By the way, and this is the genius of joy in your job. That's one of the things that uh, Ann does. She's also got uh, a book, which is the name of that of uh, the book that you have is Live for Joy. Um, and it's, it's a beautifully um, illustrated book and it's well written. And you've done a really nice job with that. And you've also got a program that we're going to talk about another time. But you but go to uh, um, um, AnnScotland.com and you can look at all of that stuff. And, and in fact, Ann and I were talking just before the show began. And I told her that, you know, she said, do you ever do a call-in show? And I said, well, yeah, we do it all the time. And I said, but sometimes our listeners don't have the intestinal fortitude to lay themselves out there in front of you know, everybody to talk about a problem that you can help them with. But if you are just joining us and you were surfing the dial, there's a reason why you landed on this channel at this moment. And so if you've got something that's nagging at you that you really need to get a resolution to, I've got the perfect person for you to do that with, and that would be Ann. So if you give us a call right now, at, and, okay, I, I know, I know, I know. Be brave. 
Be brave. It's going to be okay. <laughs> it doesn't hurt. It will actually will perhaps be a life-changing experience for you. And more importantly, it might be a life-changing experience for somebody else who is listening but is also shy. So put on your big boy pants or big girl pants and, uh, and give us a call at 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. And Anne can help you with whatever issue you have. <laughs> and and uh, now, though there are some issues that I'm not sure that we want to talk so, about. Yeah, so like we'll just clarify. So, yes, so... Um, so I've been um, a certified coach and emotional wellness expert and teacher for, for many, many years. Uh, I'm not a therapist. So I'll do that disclosure right now. Um, if, if you have a chronic emotional problem that needs, you know, professional medical attention, then um, I encourage you to go to your medical health, you know, wellness and emotional mental health professional. But if you're kind of suffering from the everyday garden variety, I call of it, of anxiety or stress, the stuff that we all experience, then that is something where we call, I call it thought partnering. You know, we thought partner with you. It's not like I have the answers. It's that sometimes two minds are better than one. And, um, and also it can be fun and light guys. It doesn't have to be, we're not going to like eviscerate you and leave your entrails trailing behind. This is not the kind of <laughs> medieval torture we're talking about, but, uh, it can be fun. In fact, Kevin, I just got back from a retreat in, um, Sarasota, Florida, um, which it was, um, it's called luxury growth experience. If anyone wants to check that out on LinkedIn, um, another, um, group I partner with luxury growth experience. So we basically go to a beautiful luxury location, um, on the beach and we study, uh, personal development, neurodevelopment, and how that can really change your life and change your practices. And, and Benny, this is what, you know, one of those things that's also been helping me. I don't teach anything unless I practice it. So we also encourage people to start their day early. So as we were chatting before, it's a good thing to do. Good, good, I good, have good to do it there. now because mm -hmm. yeah. I have to get up early. It's <laughs> a good plan. Good plan. Be still my foolish heart. You mean to tell me that you practice what you preach? You know, what? my meter, my meter for being hmm, is really, really small. I cannot handle it. You, so many people want to talk about things and they don't, they're not willing to do it. They're not willing to actually do it in their life. So plus we lead by example, plus how we live our life influences all the people around us in their levels of joy too. Right. Oh, absolutely. If you, if you, as a, as an example, if you are a parent, and, and um, you feel overworked, you're stressed, you're irritable, it shows up with your kids. And so, you know, you, if, if, that's, if that's the way that you're living your life, it's a waste of your life. It's a waste of what your kids are having to deal with as well. Um, so it would be much better for you to live in joy because, you know, and that's also a higher vibration. It's, it's, it's higher energy, higher vibration, and you will, by the way, succeed in business better. You'll succeed in your home life better. There, there, and and if, you have, if you're having problems, honestly, if you're having problems living in joy and living in a higher vibration, call us now because Anne can help you. 425-373-5527 or 888- Two nine eight five five six nine, because you know that that is the bottom line, and isn't it that that life? 
I have to tell you, 18 months ago, I lost my brother at 64. Mm. Uh, six months before that, my best friend from high school died mm. at 64. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, crap, I'm 64. Never mind. Um, <laughs> and, and then my, my uh, mother passed away uh, six months ago. Mm. So you don't know when your time is up here. You don't mm-hmm. know when the expiration at the bottom of your foot um, I can't see the bottom of my foot, so I assume it's there. <laughs> you don't know when your expiration date is, so live every day like it's 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 the culmination of your life and it's your last day. Uh, at least that's my attitude. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, and not thinking like you know how can you live it like your last day without worrying that it's your last day? You know, just being in that present moment, and and that's what we're doing right now. Even you know like something that's on your mind. Like let's thought partner around that. Um, at that, at that retreat, we were doing that um, every day. We would have a segment where um, we would have, I called it the, um, the C seat, which is the seat of creation, creativity seat, right? Instead of the hot seat, because that just sounds way too uncomfortable. <laughs> but we would have a seat up on the stage and we would have volunteers come up and share something that just, you know, whatever challenge they're facing, facing right now in those five areas that always tend to throw us off, right? Those, those five areas that when something blows up in them, we really, they can really hit us hard. And that, you know, job, relationships, health, home, meaning your actual dwelling or, you know, your situation at home and money too. Those are the five ones that always hit us really hard. And, um, and then we would workshop it right there in front of the group. And, um, it's amazing when you just have a thought partner, how much, um, you can discover about yourself in a very short amount of time. It's pretty incredible. And it, can bring you to places that you never thought that you could go. <laughs> you want to go on exploration? Let's do it. Um, so I wanted to pop back over to what we're doing with the, the chair of joy. So we take it on locations um, and we, we would started in Sarasota, Florida, and we started taking it around. We took it to the chamber of commerce event. We we've taken it to farmer's markets all over the place. And then this coming weekend, if you happen to be in Manhattan in New York city, I'm going to be in New York this weekend. Um, that's uh, May 20 to 22. So, cause May 21st, there is a, a huge parade in it's the dance parade in New York. I don't know if you've ever watched that the dance parade in Manhattan on May 21st, and we're taking the chair there. And we're going to be inviting people to come sit in it and go through, you know, a one minute process of finding their joy. It's actually really incredible. You'll, you'll love it later, Kevin, when you see videos of people, a lot of people in a minute, you know, sometimes tears will come and they literally feel different when they're done. It's, it's so exciting. And to see kids light up is beautiful. And then you teach them, you can just do this at home. You can live in your joy. You know, what's interesting about that is that what, what you're doing is, we all tend to think that we, I don't know, I, I shouldn't generalize that way, but a lot of us think that, that nobody, nobody understands us. Nobody goes through what we're going through. And, it's, and uh, so we tend to not spend a lot of time thinking about how other people can help us. But when somebody, when a group of people get together with the sole intent of helping you, it can be a really emotional experience. It's incredible, really, because um, have you ever noticed that a lot of times, um, if you do have a healthy environment of people who care about you, if you're one of those fortunate people, uh, many times they believe in you more than you believe in yourself. 
So if you have a healthy environment, which is one of the things I teach right away, you know, we can't always escape all of the toxic people that might be in our life, but we can adjust things so that we're also around as many, you know, healthy, positive and supportive people to kind of keep us in that, help us keep believing in ourselves. And then we help believing in them. You get the most when you give the most. That's, that's the magic of joy is always when you share it, when you give it, even if you're grumpy and you do something nice for someone, you get joy back. Oh, exactly. And you, it makes you, it just makes you feel better um, that, that you're contributing. Um, there, there's a guy that, that I'm going to have on the show on Friday mm. that, um, we, we had a long conversation just the other day and we were talking about relationships and, and how difficult they can be and, and how it's, it's hard to find somebody that cares about you and loves you unconditionally. There seems to be conditions attached to everything. And, mm-hmm. and he's a musician. He is a singer songwriter. He used to be a rock star and, and, uh, um, he's an author and he's, he's a really cool guy. And yet at the same time, given all of that, He's got four kids that he, that he has, and, and he, so he's got a full life, but he was saying the last 10 years have been hell. Ugh. And it's, and it, you know, then that's one of those things. It's like, oh, come on. You're a rock star. You're an author. You're, you're a singer-songwriter. You've got, you've got uh, your, music, your music is all over the place, and, uh, and you're not happy. Um, you know, so it's like that's, and so I tried to encourage him and tell me if I did okay. I tried to encourage him and tell him that, uh, you know, the experiences you're having now um, will go away yeah. and you'll learn from them and, mm-hmm. and the experience will help you later on in life and just relax and enjoy yourself. You're a, you're a, uh, a magnificent musician. He's one of those guys that can take, you know, seven or eight different um, instruments and put, to, put it together in a song and can sing and all that. So he's incredibly talented. Yeah. You know, but why is it that we, some of us have that negativity going through us, even though on the outside, we seem to be really, really positive. Yeah, no, it's, it's incredible. And partly this is, I think a huge part of our, our issue in, 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 let's say this, you know, in this country and in Western society is that we don't talk that people who, um, especially people of influence, people who are famous, they don't talk as much about the issues and challenges that they're going through. So we, you know, we all start living in this, you know, what the Gen Z calls it in the state of FOMO, uh, fear of missing out. (laughs) I was wondering where you're going with that. (laughs) Fear of missing out, which, you know, basically meaning that, um, you know, we see everybody on social media and we assume their lives are perfect. We see people on stage, we assume their lives are perfect. And then we just feel intrinsically like a failure because we are somehow feel short of that. When some of the most famous people, and it's, it's you know, is are often very, very struggle and very unhappy because it's, it's um, it sounds amazing, but uh, you'd be surprised how many issues that kind of lifestyle raises for you. And, and you still have, you're still human. You still have loss. You still lose people like you have, you know, mother, brother, friends. Um, you still deal with health issues. You still deal with money. Um, surprisingly enough, a lot of famous people have lost a lot of money. <laughs> and <laughs> then they have to keep up pretenses. And how much pressure is that? Or how about being a famous actress? You know, I've been an actress. I was an actress in Hollywood for 10 years. And being a famous actress who started when you were 17 and then um, becoming, you know, 67. How's that for hard on you when your face is immortalized all over television and film 
and now you, you know, you have to, you can't, you're not that young, young, hot thing anymore. It's a real thing. Reality check. I feel so sorry for people that, 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 that when they say, do you remember this person and go, look at her now. And they have some sort of picture that they've, you know, they've, they've snuck in on her and stuff. And she's just, or he is just so it's like, it's, 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 we are so shallow. It's, we are just so shallow, Uh, but you know what? I, I am a little, I'm a little embarrassed. Um, and I'll tell you why. Um, I asked for people in the listener area to call, and we didn't have somebody from the listener area called. We had to go all the way across the country to get <laughs> somebody who was brave enough to talk to you. Benny, no who do we way. have? It's Heather calling in from Kentucky, Ashland, uh, Kentucky, wow. I should say. Yeah. Hi, Heather. Hi. Welcome How to the show, Heather. today? Hi, uh, thanks. Yeah, I follow Anne on Twitter, so I don't live in Seattle, but, you know, I heard she was going to be on the show today, so. Yes. Yay. Thank you so much, Heather. Um, I really appreciate you following. I'm glad that people are seeing those posts on Twitter and Instagram, too. So thanks so much for calling in. So um, what's a challenge you might be experiencing right now um, in everyday life that kind of might either have you stuck or you're looking to break through and find a solution? Yeah, so my question's, I guess, sort of about self-care or, like, making room for it in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I work a lot, so, um, and I've got a daughter, and so that she takes up a good bit of my time, too. And sure. I, I know that self-care can, like, equal joy a lot because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's usually, you know, something you like doing. I think maybe my problem in the first place is I'm not sure what I even like to do either. Mm-hmm. It's embarrassing to admit. Um, but yeah, I'm having, I think I'm having a little trouble making room for self-care. I feel selfish maybe mm-hmm. if I kind of force it. I don't yeah, know. Okay. I, I think I need help. <laughs> sure. Sure. No, I love that. And, and I'm really glad you brought this up because this is a lot of things that, um, I talk to about people with people all the time, both my clients at workshops, at retreats, um, because a lot of people still hold a lot of sort of guilt around self-care too. Like they just feel like, oh, I just need to work harder and that's enough. Um, do you ever feel like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you self-employed Heather? Yes, I am. Ah, so, so you're, you know, you're living at home, that's you're worse. working day and night, my guess. Yeah. Weekends. Yeah. Yeah. You know what that's like. And I worked my birthday. <laughs> I do. I do. And I'm retired say- for heaven's sakes. Right. And did you Heather yeah. just say, Heather, you worked on your birthday? <laughs> yes, I did. When was your birthday? Yesterday. Oh, well, happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Amazing. Amazing. So, so yeah, let's talk about that just a little bit. Um, so um, I'm just going to say a couple things briefly about healthcare, and then I want to chat with you just a little more um, about self-care. I said healthcare, but we'll do that another day. We'll do <laughs> self-care today. <laughs> Um, which is, uh, yeah, often we feel like we don't have time or I love what you said, which is, I'm not even sure what to do. And you have a daughter, you work from home. So you have a lot going on and and I'm guessing you don't have a lot of time. Right. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) what are some things, let's just thought partner on this brainstorm for just a minute. Um, 
What are some things that you used to do in your life? What were some things you did that really brought you joy and happiness? And I don't care whether you were a kid. I still swing on swings, by the way. And if they had merry-go-rounds, I'd be doing that too. I go down the kid's slide too. I don't, it's probably not, it's probably not allowed, but I do it anyway. Um, What was something you did as a kid or a teenager or later in life that just made you happy when you think about it now? Um, yeah, I used to really like theme parks. My husband actually has a video of me on a ride. It's so embarrassing. Like my smile is from ear to ear and he loves that video and shows it to everybody. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I like, um, theme park rides and, um, we used to go bowling a lot, I think, you know, and, um, just being around friends, which I, I don't really think that I communicate with them as much as I should anymore too. So we don't yeah. really go out and do much. Yeah, no, I totally get that. And, and, you know, don't not, don't feel bad about that because COVID threw us all for a big loop. I mean, even those of us who had these kind of habits, these social habits with our friends, um, now we weren't getting together. We couldn't go bowling. The theme parks were closed and, you know, yeah. we're like, Oh, we know them so well. It's not like I need to call them every day. But then you do a year goes by and you realize you haven't. And I, I have a lot of clients right now who are kind of struggling to get back into that like social atmosphere. Um, but, um, but would it be possible for you to schedule something fun sometime in like May or June that maybe you and your daughter and your husband could go do together? Uh, my daughter's actually been asking me to go to the art museum, which we've been to Ooh. several times. She loves it. Um, nice. So we were going to try to schedule that in in the next couple weeks. I love that. That is a really great idea. And the more you people you ahead than that. <laughs> Say that again. I haven't thought any further ahead than that. Oh yeah. Well maybe pick a date. That's always the greatest way. You know, you can always drag and drop. Mm-hmm. Thank God's for Google calendars and the rest of them, right? Because <laughs> you can always drag and drop it. But if you get it scheduled, it's more likely that you'll actually go. So um one last thing, Heather, which is um so sort of in your daily life. So let's just think about, you know, when you're at home, when you're working, when you're taking care of your family. Um, what is something that brings you joy or happiness? in daily life, but maybe, you know, once in a while it happens. Can you think of something like that? Uh, really the thing that makes me most happy is my family being happy. So, I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. Just do for them. And, um, you know, uh, if, if my daughter wants something and she's been so good that week or whatever, I like to surprise her with it and, you know, that kind of stuff. Oh, you're one of those good people who are good at surprises. Okay, awesome. You can come over yeah. to my house because I love surprises. And I I'm really hard to surprise, it. by the way. Ask my poor husband. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so, so that's really great. So bringing joy, seeing your family have joy, which is absolutely mm-hmm. so valuable. I want to take it one step further, though, if you want to, Heather, because sometimes, especially moms, wives, um, working moms, wives, it, all of us, it's hard because we, we put so much time and attention into our family that we kind of forget that we are still an individual that needs to kind of love and enjoy and spoil ourselves a little bit. Um, <laughs> can you relate to that? Yeah. I just, how do I not feel like selfish about it? You know? Yeah. Oh, that's such a good question. So, um, you know, I've, I've learned over the years and I've worked with so many people and, I found that when we are at our best is when we're able to give the most to our families. 
and I'm sure that's kind of obvious to some, right? Like when you're really stressed out, when you're really tired, when you're really hungry, your family is not always getting the best of us, at least not me, because I'm like totally human. So <laughs> I get hangry. I get all that stuff. No, so I do. <laughs> I do. I get sleep grumpy. I don't know. I need to come up with a name for that when I'm sleep deprived. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, <clears throat> we bring them more care and more conscious awareness of we're better listeners when we take that time to do something for ourselves. I mean, for some people, it's just a bubble bath and, you know, beverage of your choice once in a while. For some people, it's spending time with your pets. For other people, it could be doing a, a hobby or something creative or artistic that you really do love to do. Is there anything like that that kind of pops up in your mind of something you've enjoyed now or in the past? Uh, yeah, well, we, we rescue cats. Um, wow. like nothing artistic or creative like that. Like, I don't think I have a artistic bone in my body, but, um, <laughs> yeah, as far as like pets and stuff, we do rescue cats and, um, help get them spayed and neutered and, and all of that. That's it's amazing. Done. Well, first of all, thank you for that. Because yes. as Kevin knows, I have a huge heart for animals and, um, yeah, I too. just am, it just tells me so much about a person when they show love and care for animals and animals that wouldn't have had a chance. So thank you. Um, so you get a lot of joy out of, you know, hanging out with your cats. Yes. That too, That's yeah. amazing. So do you mind if I ask how many you have, or is that going too far? Cause I know a lot of times rescue people have quite a house full. That, no, that's okay. Uh, we used to have double digits, but we found some homes. We have nine at the moment. That yeah. is amazing. That is amazing. So this but, is such a big part of health of, of self-care is, you know, that you literally release serotonin and all those other good chemicals in your mind when you just pet a dog or a cat. Um, someone, especially if that brings you joy, just, you know, I have my three crazy mini schnauzers and, and I pet them first thing in the morning in bed when they're all climbing on top of me and, you know, waking up because just that action is somehow gives our soul comfort. And it's a, it's an element of self-care. So even finding just, time to carve out more time with your pets you know. is great. Yeah. That's amazing. I that. Well, I am so glad that you called in Heather and, um, uh, any other last ideas? Is there something special you can treat you can give yourself today? Because I would like to give you that gift if I could send it through the radio waves here. Um, I think I think I'm just going to practice that mindset. Maybe like if I'm happier, then I can make everybody else happier. Because I didn't really think about it that way before. I was always like, you know, that's selfish of me to want to go and spend money or spend time just for me. But maybe if I can think about it a little bit that way, like, you know, it'll make everybody else's day brighter too, like indirectly or whatever. Um, yeah. I think I'll try that. That's perfect. Heather, I, I love that. I have what a metaphor it? for you. Okay. And that, and that is this, because I know that when, um, as Ann and I were talking, she flies around the country all over the place. And she's always in the air doing something. Well, you know, every time you get onto an airplane... One of the first things that the stewards do or the stewardess does is they stand in front of you and they say, in case the cabin loses pressure, we want you to put a mask on yourself before you put on the mask to the child or somebody who's acting like a child because um, you have to take care of yourself 
first in order to take care of anybody else. Does that make right. sense? Yeah, definitely. That's, that's such a good one, Kevin. I love that. That's all I got. <laughs> so, but... All right. Thank you. Heather, thank, thank you. you. Th thank you so much, and I'm, I, I hope that we really were able to help you. You sound like you're a little emotional, and, and, uh, but that's, that's okay. That's all right. You, by the way, I think you're a hell of a mom. <laughs> that's right, bye, amazing. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> that's beautiful, right? Hey, yeah. a mom who cares that much, um, you know, and so many moms give so much um, putting their family first all the time and sometimes forget to, to take care of themselves. Like, you know, to just... and we talk about that a great deal, uh, because that, that is a, it's kind of a, a woman's deal is that they end up, they take care of their husband. They take care of their house. They take care of their job. They take care of their kids. They take care of the cat. They take care of the dog. I can't imagine if you've got nine cats, what that litter box looks like at the end of the day. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you probably have one in, one in every room, right? Just to keep it up with it. Um, yeah. Exactly. But, but women work so hard to do stuff. And then the last person on that list is themselves and it should mm -hmm. be reverse of that i think yeah absolutely because just like heather was talking about when she's happier then the rest of her family is going to be happier too and house husbands were not leaving you out i know a lot of house husbands i just um met another girl um, in corporate work uh yesterday who has little kids and she was, you know, probably in her thirties. And I was like, wow, how do you balance everything? She's like, oh, <laughs> my husband stays home. He's creative. He works, he does a creative. So he stays home. He manages the kids. He runs the house. And uh, I'm like, yeah. So house husbands too, all of us, we're better. We're more patient. We're better listeners when we are taking good care of ourselves. You know, I wonder how many guys are out there that would really would like that gig, but they can't get it, you know? Um, <laughs> I know my would... husband is one. <laughs> <laughs> he's just telling me, he's like, whenever you're set to retire, he's like, I'm not asking, but if you happen to like hit the jackpot and want me to run everything else, I'd be more than happy to do that. I'm like, you're on. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's good because work, life cannot be just about work. Mm -mm. It, there needs to be balance and uh, it needs to, you need to take care of folks. By the way, that does open up a phone line. If you'd like to give us a call, you can do that right now and you uphold the uh, the honor of the KKNW listener and give us a call right now because that, that call came from Kentucky. And so the next call should become local, 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. So give us a call right now. You know, and I wish, I really do wish, and that that... We're on Zoom, so I can see you and you can see me. <laughs> and you've got this great smile and 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 stuff, and and, and it really it does my heart good. Aww. And you have such energy that you are uplifting, uh, all by yourself. It's really nice. <laughs> well, it's about it's about being in the flow, right? And I want to just share it. a little bit about that because you know nobody's nobody's perfect. Everybody has their good days and bad days, including me. But my, my life's quest, you know, for the last decade basically has been learning to live in my joy and not waiting for external things to make me happy because they're never going to guarantee. And even when they do, they usually don't last. So it has to kind of come from within, 
And I've just been learning so much, even in recent months about going with the flow. You know, when you try to force things, it's so hard. And yet when you say, hey, I'm still willing to work hard, because believe me, Kevin, I work a lot of hours, as you can probably imagine. But, um, (laughs) um, you know, but when when you're willing to work hard, but you kind of let go of like the squeezing, the pressure, like just that tenseness about trying to force the square peg into the round hole. I watched my little nephew do that recently. And he had one of those, you know, those plastic balls that have the different shapes and the hammer and the little things that fit. And he's quite the animated little guy. And so he had that thing. He had, I think the star and he was trying to put it into the circle and he had that plastic. He was wailing on that thing and it wouldn't go in and it wouldn't go in and it wouldn't go in. So pretty soon he starts crying and screaming and then he's throwing a temper tantrum and we're all like, oh my word. And uh, because he couldn't, force it to go where he wanted it to go. And I thought, wow, such a good lesson for me because, you know, as an adult, we still do that. We still do that instead of kind of taking the deep breath and seeing what would the universe, God, luck, whatever you want to call it, open up for me. If I would just kind of find my joy and live from that place of, of joyfulness and, you know, bringing more optimism into my life, practicing more healthy habits so that I feel better and see what might come down the pike. And it's, it's amazing when I've done that, how that changed. I mean, changed Kevin, like 180 from severe depression that I've experienced in my life and drawn out even clinical, um, to waking up every day, excited about what I'm going to discover. I mean, whether I make money, whether I lose money, whether it doesn't matter, it's about what I get to discover on this journey. And that's exciting. That makes me happy. I have a story around that that I learned uh, about 20 years ago now. Um, when I was doing the show before in 2003, I ran into somebody who had a network marketing company and a set of products that I really liked. And so I joined the network marketing company. And that's like an affiliate, not, well, it's kind of like, no, uh, uh, well, it's for some people might call it a pyramid scheme, but it's actually legal. So it's a network marketing company. And so me and five other people, uh, got together with a mentor. His name is Kirk, and he's out of Las Vegas. And we would call, and he would talk to us every day. And he would say, this is what you got to do, and this is how you become successful, and this is how it works, and that, and that. And we were like, oh, man, that's hard. I can't do that. Are you kidding me? That's that's. So we'd go out and try, and we'd come back the next day and go, Kirk, this is really hard. How did you do this? this I can't believe how hard this was. Well, about a week and a half in. One of the gals came to the meeting and she said, I figured it out. This is easy. I can do this. I have no problems with it. She had, she had managed to convince herself that it was going to be fine and it was easy. And, she, and that mindset changed. The rest of us, we ended up dropping out of that particular company. She became the 63rd millionaire created by that company because of the fact that she got into the flow and it became not hard, but it became easy and she Mm -hmm. could do this. And, and that's, that's exactly what you're talking about. And that to me, that was like, why couldn't I make it easy? And then I would have been the 64th millionaire, (laughs) but nope, nope. That wasn't meant to be. So So true though. So true. (laughs) Um, So true about, you know, kind of the mindset around that. And, you know, another thing around, um, doing something hard 
is doing something harder. <laughs> so, you know what I, you know, in my spare time, whatever that is, I also like to climb mountains or hike mountains. I've climbed that beautiful mountain behind you that I see here on Zoom, Mount Rainier. You have climbed that. Mount Rainier? I did. I summited Mount Rainier on a beautiful day. Got to see Mount Hood, Mount Baker, Mount uh, what's left of Mount St. Helens. <laughs> um, <laughs> got did to see you catch all of uh, it. Mount McDonald? Beautiful. That's a good one. Mount McDonald? <laughs> no, I guess not. <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. <laughs> My bad. I, I don't have a mountain. If I did, it'd be very short. <laughs> I don't know. It's right next to you. Look at that right there. You're like, oh. okay. <laughs> but it's interesting, right? Yeah, challenges, like finding a challenge um, that's a different, a different kind of challenge expands us because our mind follows our body and our, our body follows our mind. So if you're having like a mental challenge where you're creatively stuck in your job or you're, you know, if you're a creative or an artist and you're stuck, then giving yourself a physical challenge is really useful. You know, go canoeing, go kayaking, go climb the mountain, go hike a little bit, drive over to the Olympic Peninsula and go check out the the uh, whole rainforest and sit around on Rialto beach and just have an amazing time. Just get out of your, out of your comfort zone, do something different, challenge your body. And a lot of times it kind of loosens it up. You know, I picture your head, it gets, my head gets stuck and it just needs a nice gentle shake to, to loosen it up and do a different challenge. That's hard because the next challenge will seem easier. It seems strange, but it seems to work for a lot of people. Well, if you can climb Mount Rainier, in my opinion, you can do anything. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been said that I, I have a little bit of craziness and uh, I love it. I love, you know, why not? That is my number one question every single day. Why not? Why not? I don't know why not. <laughs> why you should, not? You should do it. It'd be, if, it if it makes you happy. Mm -hmm. You sh you should do it and 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 don't put it off. I, I you know I was doing a show recently. We had a, a gal call in, and she said, you know, um, I don't know. I would really like to do this. I'm I'm really passionate about doing this and uh, whatever it was. But uh, and she said, I'm 70 years old. I've got Social Security. I could live on Social Security, but this job that I have gives me a few extras, but I don't like it. And, and we were like, hold on, you're 70 and you're still working and you can do this passion, this life's passion, which, oh, by the way, would help other people. And she didn't want to do, she didn't want to make that leap. My, my advice is make the leap, do it, do it sooner rather than later, because as I can tell you, uh, my mother six months ago went to dinner on Thursday or Wednesday, played bridge on Thursday, uh, went home and passed away. And yeah. so, you know, you don't know how long you've got. And so make every day count for fun. And it sounds like your mom definitely did. She was that kind of lady. Oh, she was 90. She, I, I could, I, <laughs> we had always reminisced about or thought about it, thinking about, you know, if, because her father died of a heart attack and he just passed away in his chair. And so we were like, wouldn't that be the way to go? And uh, it was like, nah, we'll, she'll probably be in a rest home for seven or eight years. And then, nope, that's she. God said, okay, come on, we're going. And uh, and uh, she went home and passed away. It was a beautiful thing. You know, um, there's something to be said. I mean, your mind and body is an incredible thing. And, you know, there's no there's no genius quick answer. But you you live abundantly. You live life 100%. 
It's amazing. I mean, everything was a hundred percent for her. It was all or nothing, you know? And, um, that's a fantastic, it's a fantastic way to live and not wasting a single moment. And, you know, sitting around feeling sorry for our circumstances is never going to make us happy. (laughs) What's also not going to cure the circumstances. No, no. So sometimes if you let your joy lead, you'll be surprised to find what follows. That's, it's just undoing that pattern. And we all have different, you know, we've all inherited different genetics and different mindsets. And some people literally chemically are born half glass, half empty. Others are born half full, but it doesn't mean you can't adjust that dial with making small, simple changes in your life to increase joy. Or, you know, like Heather said today, when she called in, you know, um, working, you know, spending time with her rat, her cats that she rescues, um, doing fun things for her family, going to theme parks. I love it. Here's a mom who loves going to theme parks. I mean, for real, right? Like that is amazing. Do the things you love and it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. I do things as simple as gardening and, and I like gourmet cooking and cooking, which is, you know, sounds just super domestic for a professional woman, but they bring me a lot of joy. I love it. it. It's literally a creative space where I get to be in touch with food, with nature, with plants, with animals. And it just kind of lights me up. It connects to something maybe ancient in me where in times were simpler and we lived closer to those things. You know, I, I have to tell you, Anne, I just really, really, really enjoy talking with you. <laughs> I'm and, so glad. <laughs> and this, this, the show ends so dang quick. Oh, man. That, that, that we don't have a chance to, you know, I, I could spend a couple hours with you. As, as other people, if you got to know Anne, and, and I implore you to go to annscotland.com, and that is S-C-O-T-T-L-I-N.com. And and look at her information. Buy her book, Live for Joy. Um, she's got a. We haven't talked about it today, but she's got a program that she also works a six weeks program that uh, and stuff. And and you're traveling around the world helping people. I can't think of a better avocation than that. Seriously, no. Yeah, I agree. I cannot think of a better application than that. And you know, probably if I'd stayed in, you know, just worked in corporate America. Maybe everything, including retirement, would be a little more tied up and stable and planned for. But I just believe when you live fully and when you're helping other people, you're you're okay. Like, it's amazing what life brings into you when you're in that flow. The opportunities, the incredible people. And just, you know what? There are things that are so much more valuable even than, than money. Like living in your joy, finding other people, helping other people connect to their joy it's just for me, that's, that's enough. I love it. it makes me so, and throw in a couple dogs. Then I'm super happy. <laughs> three, three, three dogs. Three. Yes. I, I need to get myself a doggy again. You but. do. You do. Oh, dear. I'm, you shouldn't have told me that, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, my, my, I had, uh, um, my border collie passed away a couple of years ago and mm. I just haven't, I just haven't replaced him yet, but I need, yeah, I, I, I understand. I do. And I also do know how much my life improved when I was in similar circumstances and a stray wandered through my life. <laughs> it did. No, that was not, that did not wander through that came with a purpose. Exactly. And, totally. <laughs> you know, so it's, and so if somebody wants to get a hold of you, Anne, is, is the, the uh, um, 
the uh, website the best way? Yeah, the be- website, which you just said, um, Anne Scotland, A-N-N-E-S-C-O-T-T-L-I-N, AnneScotland.com. Um, you can check my my podcast, which is a weekly oh, show. Oh, I forgot about um, that, yes. Ah, no. Hashtag Scotland Talks, same spelling, Scotland Talks. You can find us on YouTube or really um, Apple Play, any of the audio platforms. And um, if you if you like following social media, I'm very active on Twitter and Instagram. Um, where I do lives and multiple posts a day often. So you can check me out there and send in your questions. I would love to um, hear from you and, and write back. And this will, of course, be on our podcast, which is uh, uh, positivetalkradio.net. And do you want me to send you a link? I'll send you a link for it so that you can put it on yours as well if you want. Perfect. To. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's actually already on there. I think my assistant made sure. <laughs> oh, you have an assistant. That's a good, that's, you have an actually a really good assistant, so. No, I do. I'm very grateful. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, is there anything else? Let's see. We've got uh, four minutes left. You, what else? I want to set uh, aside for a moment and, and uh, let you tell our audience anything that you would like them to know. Mm. I think based on the, you know, the people I was working with at this last retreat, um, what I really saw, um, just sharing this story with you, was several people who had covered up their passions for life with the guilt that they lived in. Um, one lady had grown up in a cult. Uh, another lady had, you know, grown up in an abusive family. Another guy um, had um, severe learning disabilities that challenged his professional life. And they let those things define them instead of digging deeper into that joyful self that you're born with. You know, most of us are born as babies with that joy, that happiness, that laugh, that, you know, carefree element. And while our lives aren't that way all the time, if you dig down, it's still there. And, you know, letting go of the things that have defined you or the guilt that you think you need to punish yourself with is the first step to finding your joy. So give yourself a chance, do something really fun for yourself today. Um, how many times a day do you smile? You know, I think kids, I'll give you the statistic next time, kids smile something like 200 times a day and adults are lucky if they smile like 30 times a day. So check your smile meter. And by the way, you've heard that old saying that it takes many more muscles to do a frown than it does a smile. <laughs> That's so true. Flesh will get wrinkles, Kevin. You know, I'm working against that. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and just remember, today your life is empty and meaningless, which means that you get to assign whatever meaning you want to it and fill it up with whatever you want. That's what that means. I love that. Fill it up. Fill it. Live it up. <laughs> Live it up and, and uh, make it easy. Do stuff that you, that you really enjoy. Again, and, and you're going to come back and we're going to talk more, right? Absolutely, Kevin. Always a pleasure. You you are just phenomenal. And Benny, thank you for being here today as well. Appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Uh, very, very nice. So let's see. We've got, okay, you got a minute. Anything else you want to add? A minute, a minute. Um, okay, a freebie for you guys. So um, I say check out the book Live for Joy. But if you would like a challenge and you would like a free joy journal, illustrated joy journal with just a couple simple questions each day that you answer, create your joy awareness. You can go to my website and scotland.com slash joy journal. That's a hidden page, you guys. It's not on the tabs. And scotland.com slash joy journal. You can fill it out digitally or print it out. It's beautiful. And um, after a week, your joy awareness will increase you'll really have learned some amazing things about yourself so go check it out free gift for you and we'll see you wednesday at four o'clock be kind to everybody because remember each other's all we've got we'll see you next time